Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 496. And my advice would be uh, don't give up on your dreams, no matter how big they are. Uh, there's always a possibility that can happen. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. Today I am so excited and revved up to introduce my very special guest, Hunter Brayton. Hunter, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Yes, sir, I am. All right, great to have you here. Hunter Brayton is a third-generation racer from Coldwater, Michigan. His grandfather was a sprint car racer who set records around the country, and his uncle Scott Brayton raced Indy cars but tragically lost his life at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway in 1996. Brayton's father raced in the IMSA series running at GTU and Camelite, and Hunter started racing at the young age of 9 years old in karts and moved up to the national level at the age of 13. He raced SCCA Formula 600 at the age of 15, and that's where he's currently racing today. It's a strange coincidence here on Cars. Yeah, I've had back-to-back young racers on the show, so uh, welcome to the uh, up-and-coming racer series here at Cars. Yeah, Hunter. I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a moment to share a little bit more about what you're doing with racing and your passion for automobiles? Sure. Well, like you said, I, I started uh, racing in when I was nine years old at Michigan Raceway Park, and I started in the Rookie One class, and I enjoyed it. There was a time where, at the weekends, we would go down, and we'd spend the night at the track, and we met a lot of cool people, and still friend, I'm still friends with a lot of them, and a lot of the fellow racers I'm still really good friends with. Cool. And I started slowly progressing up the ladder and getting into the Mini-Match class and the Rotex Junior class, and... uh I was advancing my way through karting, and I ended up driving my final years in karts in the national level, and that's a great way to uh, show my talents, and uh, I learned a lot as a driver. It was just a great experience overall. Sure. And when I was when I was about 15 years old, I started racing SCCA Formula 600 with the Metalloid crew, and they were a great group of guys, and I'm truly blessed to be able to give him this opportunity, and I couldn't even drive at a national uh, race because I was too young. You had to be 16, so it was very difficult actually getting me into the race. Yeah. I did one race when I was 15, and then I started my rookie season, if you will, when I was 16 years old, uh, picking up my first win in the SECA Formula 600 class at the National Corvette Museum in Bowling Green, and it was the first win for Metalloid. And that was a very cool experience for all of us as a team and, and for me. So it was very good. And I ended up second in the points that year or last year. Nice. And it was a, a great experience overall. Absolutely. Well, you're an up-and-coming racer. And as I mentioned, I had a, another young racer on the show yesterday, uh, Dylan. And so it's kind of interesting that we've got back-to-back young individuals on Cars yeah, here. But I think it's really fun because for the listeners out there who might have some aspirations to get into racing they can learn some things from you guys and and listen to your journey and your story and as we continue on your journey i always like to start with a success quote this is some kind of saying that's been instrumental in forming your life and your success and it's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on cars yeah i know you love to drive hunter so take the wheel awesome my uh success quote 
uh, is from J.J. Watt, and it says, Success isn't owned. It's leased and rent is due every day. <laughs> yes. Well, tell me how you've incorporated that into what you're doing, because I know the path you've chosen here for a career is an up-and-down roller coaster ride. So how does that, that mantra, that quote, work for you? In order to be the best in any sport, you have to train. And the way I'm moving up, I, in order to make it to my goal, I have to be the best. So I'm going to have to train every single day to achieve my goal. Absolutely. And when you talk about training, what's some of the training regimens that you get involved with every day? I do a lot of eye racing downstairs as well as workout, and it, it helps me stay in shape for the racing season. Now, when you say eye racing, what do you mean by that? Uh, eye racing is a virtually, it's a computer software that you download and you can compete with uh, people around the world in different racing events. Well, would you share a story with us that instigated your passion for racing? Now, you've grown up in a, a racing family. You talk about three generations of racers. But is there a pivotal moment for you when you really realized that you wanted to get involved with racing? Well, I've never missed an Indianapolis 500. This will be my, the 100th running will be my 17th year. Wow. So you've been going since you were in diapers. Correct. Uh, <laughs> I was born in January and I went that May. Oh, my gosh. So that, that's pretty cool. And I've always been intrigued by the speed of the IndyCars and the sound they make, as well as just the atmosphere itself. May in Indianapolis is a beautiful time, and the history at the track is amazing. It's incredible. Yeah, absolutely. I've only been to a few Indy races. I went to uh, a couple F1 races when they were doing that at the track as well, and it is a magical experience. I mean, you don't realize... After watching on TVs for so many years, when you get there, just the smells and the action. And I got to go behind the scenes into the pits, and I was a guest of a team. And uh, uh, it's just absolutely fantastic. So you're one lucky kid. I hope you know that. I'm very grateful. <laughs> there you go. So I would love to have you share a huge challenge or even a great failure that you faced along the way. You're a young man. You're 17 years old. So You've still got a long way to go with your racing career, but I assume you've bumped up against some walls and things that have kind of frustrated you. Could you share one of those situations with us? But the more important part of this is how did you overcome it? Well, I don't like to see things as failures. Nothing is ever a failure. If you hit the wall, you learned what not to do in that corner. <laughs> so I've never really had a failure, if you do say so myself. However, I have faced many difficult situations. My very first race in the Formula 600, I had a race against three national champions. Wow. I raced, raced against millionaires in go-karts. However, I'd have to say my most challenging thing in racing is my name itself. My name is brought is known by many, uh, many people in America, and it's a very um, respected name in the racing. And I don't want to let that down. And so... And I've overcame this by the confidence. I've done very well and accomplished much in my racing career, and that has um, helped me accomplish my huge challenge. You know, I've heard this from several people, especially past father-son racing duos that I've had on the show, that there's an added pressure to your career when you have a legacy, if you will, behind you of family members uh, being uh, racers, if you will. And you look at some of the, the greats that had Ari Leyendijk and his son on. Of course, I think of Mario Andretti and his son, Michael Andretti. But 
what are some of the things that you feel you need to overcome uh, to carry that on? Is it just a constant pressure of being successful, or is there even more to it? Well, the constant pressure of being successful is a great challenge. My uncle was uh, born with the ability to drive, and he did it so well that uh, people are going to hold me to that challenge. And I believe I can accept it, but it's going to be difficult for me, unlike him. Yeah, just the natural talent. <laughs> yeah, and my dad was also a very good race car driver. So I'm going to have to work very, very hard to uh, accomplish that. Absolutely. Well, I have no doubts that you're going to achieve those accomplishments. Let's shift gears here, Hunter, and go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to share have a racing career aha moment and tell us the steps you took to turn that aha moment into a success well previously in the um, interview i said that i've never missed an indianapolis 500 and um, during one of the indianapolis 500s i came across a tent in the infield that said uh, start racing now and in that tent, i made i met sage Karam, who at the time was going to be a future indycar driver mm-hmm. and uh, my my future karting coach brent ebert and that was an awesome experience and they got me a couple lessons, and that's when it all clicked together, and I realized my dream. Wow. Well, it's pretty cool that that happened at the Indy 500 as well. Man, what a what a, a very cool aha story. Mm-hmm. Now, let's talk a little bit about your first really special race car. You've driven a lot of different things from carts to the series that you're running in now. I know in our pre-show chat, I asked if you'd done any racing this past weekend. You mentioned you raced in, uh, was it a Volkswagen Golf? Uh, DW12. Okay, cool. Is there one car in particular? And again, you're such a young man, so you haven't driven a lot of different cars, but is there one in particular that stands out for you? Uh, the Formula 600 car that I got my first win at the National Corvette Museum in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Ah, it's the first car that it's my, the first car that I won in a formula um, in a formula uh, event. So that has to be my special race car. Let's have a little bit of fun here. I'd love for you to talk about your most memorable race. Take us to that race. Talk about that race a little bit. What it meant for you and uh, what really stands out in your mind. The most memorable race would have to be my first SCCA event. As I said, I was going up against three national champions and actually battling with them in my very first race. So that itself was very important and special, being that it was my very first race. Now let's talk a little bit about what you're doing today. I'd love for you to share with the audience of what's happening the rest of this year and what are you looking forward to in your career in the foreseeable future? The rest of this year, I am continuing in the Formula 600 series as well as um, really looking forward to the runoff this year at Mid-Ohio. And uh, the runoff is a great case. It's a great place to show my talent and uh, compete against other great race car drivers. Sure, absolutely. Now, looking a little further down the road, what are some of the goals and aspirations you have for a racing career? I'd really like to increase up the uh, IndyCar ladder, going to USF 2000s and even Star Mazda into Indy Lights and then, in, of course, into IndyCar. That would be an ultimate goal for you, would be IndyCar racing? Uh, yes, sir. There you go. Very cool. Now, here's a very introspective question for you, Hunter. If you were a race car, what kind of race car would you want to be and why? Uh, this one is a little strange to <laughs> uh, many people, but it would be a, a 1990 Formula 1 car. 
1990 Formula One car. Now, what makes that era so important for you? It's the greatest sounding race car in today's world. So let's go a little further with this. Is there a specific car, specific mark, uh, a driver that drove that car that stands out for you? Well, Michael Schumacher uh, is arguably one of the best Formula One drivers to drive in the Formula One series. And he, like, I watch YouTube videos on him all the time during the 1990s and at Monaco and all these great racetracks. And I guess that kind of intrigued me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was absolutely one of the best. All right, Hunter. Well, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, uh, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsor. If you own collector cars and still have a little bit of money left over, congratulations. You're ahead of most people. But what should you do with the money you don't spend on cars? Talk to Chris Kimball, Certified Financial Planner Practitioner. For over 20 years, he's been helping people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. And he's a car guy, too. Call 253-722-PLAN. Or you can view his website at www.chrisvkimble.com. Make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders, or 12, or 16. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member, Finra Sipic. Do you love vintage cars? Then go to carsyeah.com and get a free copy of the fantastic Filler Up book. It's a full-color ebook filled with fuel filler fun with over 60 color photographs of vintage cars plus inspirational quotes from some of the most famous automotive enthusiasts of all time. Simply go to carsyeah.com, click on the free book button on the homepage, and download your Filler Up book today. It's free at carsyeah.com. Okay, Hunter, we're back and we're entering the last lap. You know what this means as a racer. The white flag is out. Time to put your foot into it. And I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So you ready? Yep. What's the best racing advice you've ever received, and who was it from? My dad actually gave me this advice, and it is, break when you see Jesus. (laughs) Now, where have I heard that before? I've heard that somewhere before, and I'm trying to remember who shared that with me, and I actually think it was one of my past guests who races cars, and I think it was, I think it was a woman, if I remember right. But I think she used the word God instead of Jesus. But same kind of philosophy, right? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Break as late as possible. I think it was the great late uh, Juan Manuel Fangio that told uh, one of my recent historic racers, Brian Redmond, when he was a young man like you and wanting to get into racing, he asked one. Manuel Fangio, how do you go so fast around the track? Track, And he said, less brake, more throttle. So yeah. <laughs> pretty simple, huh? Could you share yeah. one of your personal habits that you believe has helped contribute to your success? Before every race, I'd say a quick prayer. And this, this uh, uh, I, ho- I hope that everything goes okay and that I just do the best that I possibly can. Absolutely. Great way to start a race. Now, how about a resource? I know there's lots of great resources out there, but is there one or two that you might be able to share with our Cars yeah listeners you think that they would enjoy as well? Well, I I do have a Facebook page, Hunter uh, Burton Racing. We just passed 1,000 likes and are currently trying to get to 1,500 by June. Cool. It's a great way to follow up on my racing 
uh, as well as get uh, knowledge about other racing. Absolutely great. I'll make sure that we put that link on your Cars Yeah show notes page. And how about a book? Is there a book that you've read recently you think the Cars Yeah listeners would really enjoy? I have a couple of books, one being uh, Ericsson's Son of the Whole Story. Ericsson's Son was a fantastic, and probably one of the best, if not the best, race car drivers in the world. Yep. Um, who also, uh, unfortunately, lost his life, uh, as well as Race to Win, which was written by Derek Daly, whose son is an IndyCar driver right now, and Derek was also a very good race car driver also. Great books. Well, I'll remind our listeners you can find links to these books and all the other great resources Hunter's been so kind to share on his very own show notes page at carsyad.com. Just type Hunter into the search bar and that page will pop up with quick, easy links. And there's another great place on the Cars Yeah website called Guest Recommended Books where these books and the past 495 guest books are listed for quick, easy links to buy. All right, Hunter, we're up to the checkered flag and this last question can be a real doozy. If you could have only one collector car, and I'll include a collector race car if you'd like in your garage, but you can't sell it to buy another race car or, or buy some more tires or anything else with, you've got to keep it. It's got to be something special in your life, but money's no object. Today I'm going to buy you whatever you'd like. What would that one vehicle be, and more importantly, why? The race car I picked, and it's an easy choice for me, is AJ Ford's 1977 Gilmore Racing Coyote. Ooh, nice. What is it about that particular race car that you love so much? 1977 was his um, fourth Indianapolis 500 win, and he's the first person to ever win the Indianapolis 500, making this car very special. All right, very nice. Well, Hunter, you have taken me on an awesome ride today, and I knew you would. I've really enjoyed learning more about you and your career, and I want to thank you for sharing your journey with the Cars Yeah listeners. Is there one parting piece of guidance you might offer some of those other young drivers who would love to follow in your footsteps before you race off down the track in that 1977 Gilmore Coyote? Thank you. And I, I want to uh, thank you for the awesome time I had as well. Oh, you're welcome. It's uh, my pleasure. And my advice would be uh, don't give up on your dreams, no matter how big they are. But there's always a possibility that can happen. Absolutely. And as every racer who's been in this show has said, never, never give up. <laughs> you just never know until that checker flag waves what's going to happen. And again, what's the best way for our listeners to learn more about you and follow your career and learn more about what you're doing? Uh, I have a Facebook page, Hunter Brayton Racing, as well as a website, HunterBraytonRacing.com. Awesome. Well, again, listeners, you can find links to all of these sites on Hunter's show notes page at CarsYeah.com. Hunter, hey, thanks again for taking a little pit stop with me here today and being so generous with your time and your expertise and for sharing your experiences with me and the Cars Yeah listeners. Until we talk again, I'll see you down the road. Have a good day. You too. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!